Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. <laughs> this is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. Yeah, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, little notify bell next to it, and then click on all to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Also, Ahead of the show, if you're a fan of Going In Raw, smash that like button. Smash the like button. Let's get this episode up to 500 likes, 500. man. We just need 500 of y'all. I mean, we don't just like. I think it's more than 500. It'd be great too. No, it'd be cool. I'm just saying goals are good because we have a goal and we smash through that goal. Let's not just smash the like button. Let's smash goals this year, man. Sure. Anyways, I'm smash this cup of tea right now. You have at it, pal. Uh, we're also available wherever podcasts can be found. Whatever your favorite podcast app, chances are you can find Going In Raw there. Yep. Be sure to leave us a rating, review, or a comment. Mm-hmm. Really does help boost the exposure of the show. Yeah. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Yesterday on Overrun, uh, we, t- we fantasy booked, I think, fairly successfully, uh, both of us. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling in the yeah. year 2020. 2020. Uh, Kenta, in my fantasy book, he does he pretty well for himself. Oh, yeah, he has everything. He does pretty well for himself. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. And then coming up today, I figure maybe we could fantasy book this year's Rumble. Okay. Given that Brock Lesnar is now probably going to be the vast majority of that Rumble. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk we about just, that. Yeah, we can get right into that. Well, we'll talk about it in a second. I right, sure. uh, just want to give a shout-out to a couple patrons here because we got some new patrons in over the weekend. Uh, let's see here. We had uh, Richard Fitzpatrick, uh, Sabatini, Bangers and Mash. That sounds good right now. Mike Demopoulos, Gibbon Music, Jordan Moten, and Daniel Werner. Thank you so much for your support. We also have YouTube channel memberships. You get the same access to bonus content there. Uh, uh, before we get started, people in chat are saying that the XFL announced their rules, too. All right. We can talk about that in Overrun, I guess, at the very, yeah. end, of, at the very end of Overrun. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do not care. A lick. A lick. Is there more? Da- are there more dangerous rules in play? No, 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 no. Like they did last time? No. It was like no, it was like no fair catch rule last time. Well, that you couldn't have uh, blockers from punts. Yeah. Um, so people were just getting annihilated. Yeah, and they changed getting, it. Just, yeah, someone got hurt like in the second game, and they're like, mm. <laughs> "All right, man, let's talk about this raw." All right, uh, Big Show returned. That's on the thumbnail. That's what we're gonna talk about first. Well, so you probably you usually watch the uh, east the West Coast feed, so it was probably spoiled for you in advance. No, actually, I watched the I watched the last half hour of the East Coast feed. Oh, okay, okay. So you saw that live. Yeah. What was the look on your face when the Big Show's music played? Hmm. <laughs> really? My, I got the biggest stupid smile on my face. I think equal parts, like, just, oh, my, what the heck? Because, okay, dude, what are the alternatives here? Give me some alternatives for what would have marked you out. A lot of people on Twitter were speculating Alistair Black, and that would have been a good position for him. Because here's the thing. Kevin Owens, uh, prior to, to the main event, it's like Joe. You gotta tell me who this, this yeah. guy is. I've 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 wronged a lot of people in my time here on the main roster. They went to a door. I know. Yeah. And and well, not just the door. Just like bring, have it's someone that hasn't been on the main roster that long. That Kevin Owens hasn't done dirty. Uh, uh, I guess maybe I don't know if he has the Big Show or not. Mm-hmm. But also, it puts Alistair in a position. Uh, in the main event. I know he's ensconced in a feud with Buddy Murphy. Have Buddy get involved in the main event segment somehow. That'd be cool, too. Yeah, that might have been cool. Like, after the match, have him do the same beatdown he did to uh, Alistair after his match against the Shelton Benjamin. That beatdown was great. Yeah, that was awesome. That was right. That chair. That was great. That was amazing. That looked, I was super scared at that but point. But, like, 
Because then you get the idea, oh, Alistair, he's he's a potential game changer here, yeah. involved in this large storyline of, of 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 Seth being Messiah overall. And also the first thing I see Big Show come out, I was like, oh, he's going to turn on him. <laughs> yeah, I did. I so I know I know that's his thing. Um, and like halfway through, I was like, <clears throat> it'd be kind of cool if he did turn on him because it'd be totally on. Because brand. he he was he was he started the match basically mm-hmm. and was not involved in the rest of the match till the very end. I was yeah. like, oh, he's gonna come in because all he really did was like chop Seth and like yeah, chop yeah, the AOP yeah. and that was it. He didn't really do much. Yeah. It's like okay, they, they all take they all take a chop. Big Show will turn on Owens and and Joe because yeah. I feel like if if they really want to take the story to its logical extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth is going to have to start making people choose sides here. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's like you're either with me or against me. I love the I love him as a heel right now. Yeah, I think, I but I, I kind of feel like that's where the story needs to go. Is he yeah. needs to start? He needs to draw a line in the sand and say either you're with me or against me. Yeah, and make this storyline encompass more than just five or six people. Mm-hmm. Have it consumed consumes the wrong word. Have every storyline or a lot of storylines interwoven. So this is more uh, a huge part of the raw story going forward. I think that'd be cool because I really I like the players in this. I, I really love the pairing of Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe, and I think that Rollins is doing really good work yeah. with AOP. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I look. I, I'm 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 sort of. If it was Alistair, I just wouldn't I wouldn't buy it yet because it's obvious that they've sort of positioned him. As mid Carter right now, no, I know. But like I mean, it sucks, but like I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not as interested in Alistair these days as I used to be. Even though I really love the thing with Buddy Murphy, it's just back in the day I was like, man, this guy could come in and instantly be top champion. And it's like they kept in a, him in a room for literally yeah. months, yeah. and so sort of the shine is off on that oh, for yeah. me until they build him back up. Until like I think he's like you know a dude who can actually do some stuff. Um, some people are saying Ricochet, yeah, that's cool and everything. Uh, the one thing, the one thing that Big Show has is that he's huge, and and you know while both members of AOP are large dudes, uh, you know neither of them could necessarily match. Uh, I just really wasn't show. expecting it. No, I wasn't either. <laughs> I was not, I was not expecting it. And that guy totally forgot about the Big Show. And then on top of that, I think one thing that I like about it is that the 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 blossoming friendship between Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe is that of guys who have been a, around a long time mm-hmm. and we've never seen them get on the same page. And what they said during their their interview with Charlie earlier, how Kevin Owens rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Samoa Joe, you know, he's a lone wolf. Samoa Joe's a lone wolf, but I need him to watch my back and vice versa. And then you bring in the big show, who's like the ultimate guy, who's literally been in the main event scene of wrestling for four decades now, yeah. or at least for in four different 90s, decades. Thoughts. Well, three. Uh, 90s, 90s, 2000s, 2000s, aughts, and then the 2020s now. You said said 2000 aughts. That's the same thing. The 2000s, the 2010, the 2020, now 2020, and the 90s. Yeah, sorry. Um, And so, I mean, yeah, it's like saying I've been around for whatever, six decades, because I was born in 78 and now it's 2020, but I'm 40 years old. Anyways. um, So, yeah, and he's been around forever. When he comes back and he's been gone for a while, of course, he's going to be a face. Uh, until he turns probably next week, but uh, they I don't got know. that giant guy from NXT. <laughs> no, literally nobody knows his name. I have no idea what his name is. What would be the the fan reaction if oh. they got the tallest guy in the world? How about no? Bring out Dio Madden. That'd been awesome. Oh, that would have actually. Well, I don't know if it was Brock, yeah, yeah, it made more sense. If it was Brock, but still, Dio had been cool. All right, so let's talk about that real quick. Oh, Brock, yeah. So the show kicked off with Paul Heyman coming down with uh, Brock Lesnar, of course, uh, the WWE champion. And they have to address the Royal Rumble. What are Brock's plans for the Royal Rumble? Well, prior to that, though, yeah, it was, it was you know, uh, Paul went to Brock and said, hey, who is worthy? Who's deserving of a title shot? And, of course, Brock's like, nobody. Nobody mm-hmm. is. Nobody's deserving. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's time to make some history, something unprecedented. I guess that's what Brock does. Um, and so, yeah, Heyman says, uh, yeah, he's going to be in the Rumble. But not just that. He's going to be in it first. And he's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a Brock heavy rumble. Which tech, I mean, he wouldn't be the first person to do that. Mm-hmm. There's actually been three other people who have entered the rumble uh, first or one or two and have won. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless the idea is that he's going to go in there and eliminate everybody. Well, the way Paul was framing it. So that was how it was going to be. Is every person that comes in is a dream match and Brock will dispense of each person. I mean, he didn't literally say, you know, it'll only it'll always only be Brock in there with one other person and Brock will get rid of him before the time runs yeah, out. Yeah, because a minute. 
But that's kind of... That's the inference, yeah. Well, it's a minute, but that's fluid. It's depending yeah, on whenever they decide, you know, the yeah. storyline minute. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 but has there ever, I'll put it this way, the way they were framing it, has there ever been, it's always like the underdog, hardworking guy that comes in. It's been Ray, Sean, uh, Michaels, and, and then, Benoit. and Benoit, who again, hardworking, you know, just tough guy. It hasn't really been monsters going to come in and withstand everybody and everybody's going to be gunning for him. Yeah. Um, he's not claiming that Brock's going to be crafty. He's claiming that Brock's going to destroy it. And he's that's kind of new. Yeah. I kind of liked it. Although yeah, when, yeah. You, when you look ahead to the rumble, you just, you know, that it's just going to be a really Brock rumble. And that, I mean, maybe, maybe he'll last to like number 15. And then like, I know I'm not into it, but whoever his mania opponent is, Tyson Fury or whatever might be the one. Well, to I don't like, think gonna, they'd go all in on Tyson Fury till after the the uh, fight. You would think because fight. he's in the he's like because in if, camp he's, and if he's in the Rumble, well that. But if he's in the Rumble, wins or whatever, and then gets his ass handed to him by Deontay Wilder like a first round knockout. Let me ask you something. Are you surprised? Eh, are then, you su- then the blooms off that rose? Are you surprised? So like, I'm not surprised about the Tyson Fury versus Brock Lesnar rumor. I'm not surprised by that. I am kind of surprised by the caveat that if he wins. Because that's been always attached to the rumor. If he wins, they want him for Mania. What is it, Matt? Like, WWE's never really cared about. Like, Ronda Rousey came off, like, huge losses. No, I, I know, I know. But, uh, uh, so the first fight between Fury and Wilder, I believe, went to, uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a split decision. Or, sorry, a draw. So, like, it went to the, the judges. Sure. Uh, it split down the middle, no winner. So, I guess the idea is that if Tyson beats Wilder, and I think Wilder's generally accepted, like they're two the two best heavyweights in the world. Mm-hmm. That if Fury beats Wilder, um, then he's undisputed, not necessarily champion, because I don't think he'll have all the belts. But I think he'll be generally seen as the best heavyweight in the world, and in, at least in boxing circles, that still carries some weight. Yeah. Um, and so the idea would be champion versus champion. Okay. I mean, Fury's already champion. He's got a belt. Yeah. But Wilder's got another one. But if he loses, is he going to lose his belt? Yes. Okay. And that would be the reason why, because they, they wouldn't, wouldn't be able to say yeah. champion versus they champion. They wouldn't be able to say that. And then also, like, whatever mainstream buzz Fury would get from winning, he obviously wouldn't get from losing. And, yeah, he, he, just, he just, you know, like, against Braun, they're saying, like, the lineal champion Tyson Fury. Okay. He'll say that against Brock. I guess that makes a little bit more sense. Whereas with Ronda, she was, what, several years removed from carrying any sort of belt. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping that he would put, you know, somebody mentions here, uh, uh, Tim uh, Spulak mentions mm-hmm. the Rumble should be for the belt. And that's where I thought Heyman was going with well, that. Well, it still could. I mean, maybe, uh, I mean, uh, Drew's in the Rumble. Several people have declared for the Rumble. Maybe it's a situation where, you know, Brock's like, I'll be in it just to prove a point. Mm-hmm. And then people will start stepping up to him and saying, well, if you're going to do that, then uh, put something on the line here. Put the belt on the line. Put yeah. something on the line here. Because who does Brock fight if he wins? I know. Is it, is it just going to be a situation where he's not going to defend the, the title at the Rumble? The champion wins, yeah. Then whoever eliminates him from the Rumble is the one who's going to face him at Mania. Mm-hmm. Well, you're just telegraphing that someone from SmackDown is going to win that Rumble then, Roman. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, no, I know. I you know. know. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I... I because that's what WrestleVotes tweeted today, that the whole point of putting him in the Rumble is to set up his Mania opponent. Hmm. 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 Well, that's interesting. So I guess it could be a situation where they don't say, for example, I'm just throwing out here, Kane, Velasquez. They want him to be Brock's. <laughs> Who else thought immediately of Kane Kane? When... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I was like. Mayor oh, Glenn yeah. Jacobs, no. Thinking um, of the theme. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, they want Kane to take on Brock. They want to set that up, but obviously they don't want Kane to win the Rumble. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess that's a way of doing it where he comes in at 15 or 20, yeah. eliminates Brock. Brock gets mad. Taunting happens. Someone can eliminate Kane. I don't know who somebody. Yeah. Um, and then that's how they set it up. Another thing to note also is that uh, Heyman clearly multiple times said it doesn't matter if it's somebody from Ross, McDonald, or NXT. NXT. So, uh, you know, we had heard this uh, as well. Nothing official from WWE, but that seems to confirm that NXT will yeah. have, um, you would think, an equal share in the Rumble as Raw or SmackDown. I mean, they won yeah. Survivor Series pretty handedly. Uh, we, at least within storyline, they they are considered a third proper brand. Yes, and maybe um, we'll get lucky and Matt Riddle will eliminate Brock Lesnar. That'd and that was that was the thing also about that. Just sort of as a fan in my gut, when 
they uh, when they brought out the big show, I was thinking, okay, how would I have reacted if it was Adam Cole or if it was Matt Riddle or Keith Lee? Yeah, that would have been cool, but man, I that kind of like these days it kind of freaks me out to have somebody from NXT show up on Raw because mm-hmm. I really don't want them to get lost in the shot. I don't want them to, to pull an Alistair Black where okay they bring yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. over and then they put him in a room for a couple months. I don't want that to happen, and so yeah. I was kind of happy it wasn't. I don't. I don't even think that call ups are really a thing. I think that they yeah. have properly established, at least in my mindset, they've properly established NXT as a third brand. It's own thing. It's not developmental anymore. As you know, instead they'd be doing trades now as opposed yeah. to a call up. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I think we all have to kind of extinguish our minds with the thought that call ups are going to be a thing. I kind of have. You know, I kind of have. I mean, there might be people who move from mm-hmm. from one show to the other, but I, I think we got to stop thinking about them as call ups. Yeah. I don't yeah. Think, uh, NXT is viewed any longer as essentially the minor leagues to main roster. I don't think, I think that's what they want and I've bought into that. So, uh, so anyways, yeah, that's announced. I think that's kind of cool. And then, uh, yeah, this was, this was funny too. Uh, So then Brock and Paul sort of like, shoulder, they sort of shoulder bump commentary basically. Yeah. And Brock walks off and, and Heyman's just saying, Talk nice. Yeah. Talk nice. Yeah. And Lawler says something to sort of make him laugh a little bit. I don't yeah. know if Paul was in a good mood. Although he did say, what did he say to the crowd? New Year's. Uh, Happy New, New Year's, Year's, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little oddly, you know, vulgar to start the show, I guess. <laughs> kind of made me laugh, though. Anyways. Yeah, but- it, was, it was, yeah. It was, it was, it was definitely, uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, getting off on the wrong foot there, Paul. Well, not necessarily that. Just it's it's it's, it's it kind of disarms you. <laughs> like, okay, hey, throws you off a little bit. First raw of the new year. Happy New Year, bitches. <laughs> well, okay, not exactly the salutation I was looking for, Paul. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Walking to somebody's house and you smell a fart. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. <laughs> After that. So so uh, they cut to Ray Mysterio this in media rest. Well, here's the thing. So uh, like, Vic, no, Vic says, uh, let's go to Sarah Schreiber backstage uh, for an interview. And then, yeah, then Ray's uh, He's already talking. And talking you can't even camera. hear what he's saying at first. At first, they bring the volume, but then he's speaking Spanish. Yeah. So, you know, all the Spanish-speaking uh, friendos out there. Who were like, man, I really wanted to listen to that part of it. You know, lo siento. But then he finishes up, and then Sarah uh, approaches. Mm -hmm. It was interesting. Was he practicing first or something? Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I don't. It was. It was I didn't hear. I didn't really pay attention to see if what he said after, like the during the interview, was the same thing as he. Oh, was match saying. what he was saying. During, <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Live TV is a hell of a thing. Anyways. It is. Uh, so yeah, once again, he thanks Dominic and uh, Dominic Dijakovic uh, responded on Twitter and said, "Thanks, Dad." Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. He, uh, Ray says, "I know my days as a wrestler are, or sorry, my time here as a wrestler is measured in days, not years." Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and uh, but he says uh, Andrade doesn't deserve to represent Latinos, mm-hmm. and that's why Ray is going to take back his mm-hmm. United States Championship. Mm-hmm. And that match was next, mm-hmm. and it was pretty solid. Oh my God, yeah, that, yeah. The, Raw, yeah, Raw actually. Okay, I forgot to even mention this. Nothing. Raw was actually pretty damn good last yeah, night. Yeah, I mean it's still three hours. <laughs> that hasn't yeah, changed. I know it's, but uh, but even the stuff that could be considered filler is pretty damn good. Like uh, like that Charlotte Sarah Logan stuff. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Yeah, sure. 
but it wasn't. It was. It was fine. And it got Sarah Logan on like t- real TV. Yeah, she 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 laid a, a pretty decent beat down on Charlotte for a yeah, while. Yeah, she did. Some of that stuff looked pretty stiff too. But yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, yeah. So this match was good. The, oh, the finish good. was a little wonk. Yeah. So nobody knew what was happening except for John Cone, and he kind of held things together with some duct tape. Yeah. I mean, the, what what's supposed to happen, I guess, is is the spot at the end where Andrade. So Ray goes for a run off the apron. Andrade catches him like in power pre power bomb position mm-hmm, on his yeah. shoulders, and Zelina's behind him, and so he kind of flings Ray backwards into Zelina. She takes the bump. And I think Ray was supposed to be like, oh, gosh, what have I done? But instead, they both get back in the ring pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And John Cohn goes to Ray. And you can hear him say something like, go and check on Zelina. Yeah, be more distraught. And then, uh, but Andrade steps in and, and tries to put the hammerlock DDT on Ray. Yeah. And John Cohn comes in and breaks it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was, dude, he was manhandling the story. Yeah, he was making sure they really sold the beat that Ray was concerned. Yeah. Because I think in the end, that was supposed to be why Ray lost, is because he was more concerned about Zelina. And commentary was really pushing that point uh, after John Cohen separated everybody, uh, that Ray was more concerned about hurting Zelina than winning the title. Because at one point, Andrade was like kind of curious as to what he was supposed to do next. And then John Cone literally just grabbed him, brought him back in the ring uh, because Ray, I think, was supposed to be with Zelina even longer. And then he allowed him to go back out or no, Ray came back in. And that's when he grabbed him and and muscled him in for the the hammerlock uh, and got the uh, got the win there. Uh, but you know all Before the stuff. Before that, was a lot of creative stuff. Oh, it was man, it was just your typical, just amazing. These guys can do no wrong mm. match, and at one point it looked like Ray had even uh, won the match. He got a three count when Zelina put Andrade's foot up on the rope, and uh, and Ray got he got the three count, and then John Cone was about to award it to him, and Zelina was like, "Dude, no, I had his foot on the rope." Yeah, his foot. On, well, she didn't say I put my foot on the rope. She says, "No, his foot is on the rope." He had his foot on the ropes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I did what I was supposed to do. I put his foot on the rope. No, uh, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah I got to restart the match now." Uh, so no, it was just it was just a terrific match. Uh, after that, we had Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe in an interview. Uh, we sort of mentioned this before. Kevin Owens was saying, "I don't play well with others." Joe's the same way, uh, but the enemy of my enemy is my friendo. Uh, I need to watch his back the way he needs to watch my back. Yeah, Joe says, "Hey, AOP and Seth, uh, well, the three of us will bow the three of you." And Owens is like the F. Yeah. Three of us. He says, do you mean uh, Charlie? Mm-hmm, yeah. And Joe's like, no, I got a guy. Mm-hmm. And just hey, trust me, Kevin Owens oh, is all I, concerned. I need to know who it is. You and have to like, tell me who it is, Joe. And Joe's like, just trust me. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. And they uh, walk off. Next, we go to Seth and AOP backstage, and he, they're asked about uh, the challenge issued. And Seth's like, I'm more worried about the challenge of saving Raw here. Because <laughs> he is now the Monday That's Night good. Messiah. That's good. He seems so comfortable in this seems role. Like he's having fun. He looks so comfortable in this role. I, you know what? I'm really, I'm really open though. Because uh, let me ask you this: Do you think? I hope they do, but I doubt it. But I doubt it. Mm. You think Seth and the AOP? Do you think they travel together? I kind of feel like Seth and Becky probably travel together. Yes, because they're both a big deal. Yes, and I doubt the AOP. Engaged. Do. Yes, <laughs> they're also engaged. Yes, correct. Um, I feel like. I hope this Seth AOP thing lasts a while. Yeah. And they develop more chemistry. Yeah. Because right now they look like just henchmen. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they're very dangerous people. Yeah. But I haven't really got a sense of these guys are developing a brotherhood or a, uh, a homeship yeah, yeah. or they whatever. Tr- I think they try to do that with uh, the way the AOP will kind of argue with each mm-hmm. other and says like, guys, guys. Sometimes I like, yeah, no, I like that. You're right. Yeah. I just, if this is going to be an ongoing thing, it would be cool to see them pal around a bit yeah. more, you know? Yeah, rather than just stalking backstage waiting to beat somebody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, Seth is like, hey, AOP will take care of anyone who challenges me. Monday Night Messiah. Mm-hmm. After that, this first hour especially is pretty good because we got two title matches in the first hour. Uh, next, Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Match. Street Profits versus the OC versus Viking Raiders. Before the match began, Street Profits. Uh, drop a promo saying, hey, all this stuff's going on. You got the Golden Globes. You got this. You got that. We're here to change the conversation. Hey, OC, time has passed. Viking Raiders, time has passed. Mm-hmm. We're here now. We want the smoke. We, yo, kiddo, the smoke. 
Um, and this was this was a really fun match. Mm-hmm. This is terrific. I was really looking forward to this, and they did not disappoint. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, early on, uh, Montez Ford and Hanson, they have a cartwheel off, and the OC was like, no more fun and games. Crowd loves that stuff, but yeah, the OC was like, we're here to win fight. the titles. Yeah, and fight. And so yeah. they just like laid out everybody. Um, eventually, uh, Montez Ford is isolated for a good long while. Uh, he eventually, though, does get a, a hot tag to Ray Rowe. He takes it to Gallows. Uh, Raiders at one point hit Viking experience on Montez Ford, OC in to break it up. Uh, Hanson takes out Dawkins and Anderson with a suicide dive. Ray Rowe tries to do the same for Gallows, said Gallows tossed him over the barricade. Um, go to commercial to come back. Dawkins gets a hot tag, and he takes out basically everybody. Um, he tags Montez in. Uh, Dawkins hits a spine buster. Ford follows with a frog splash. Uh, Han- Anderson, though, tags himself in when Montez is on the ropes. Mm-hmm. So he tosses the Street Profits out, goes for the pin. Hanson breaks that up. Um, Ford then hits a tope on Gallows and Dawkins. Mm-hmm. And Rowe and Anderson, the last two in, uh, Hanson gets up, uh, pins Anderson after top rope splash right as Montez is trying to get in the ring. So had he not taken out his partner, yeah. maybe Dawkins could have broken up that pin. I'm, uh, I'm happy that uh, my uh, War Raiders won a big match. but Special match. Special match. But... Uh, I kind of wanted a, a title change. Here. Same here, uh, and I kind of wanted to go to the Street Profits. Same I feel here. like they have, they've, they need that extra thing to show that they continue to belong in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I and hope. Sorry, this could, this could have been it. I hope they make a point of of of, of Montez acknowledging the mistake of taking out his partner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, saying it was my bad. I did that. If I hadn't done that. There's a chance. There's a pretty good chance we could have won that match. Yeah, and use that as a learning experience. For mm-hmm. him. Yeah, and then the next time they have an opportunity, he doesn't do that. He focuses his offense on. You see that? Yeah, solely his opponent. Yeah, I agree. and then they take advantage of it. Uh, after that, we had uh, Samoa Joe in an interview. Uh, Kevin Owens interrupts and he's like, "Look, dude, come on. We're supposed to trust each other to a degree. I need to know." Well, that's when he said, "I've done. Is. I've done a lot of bad things to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Here, yeah. So I kind of." If if it's someone I've I've done wrong, I kind of need to make amends for it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I need to, we need to work this out. Joe's like, all right, follow me. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie's like, come on, come on, come on, to the camera crew. Go to commercial, come back. And Joe has escorted Kevin to a door. Mm-hmm. And Kevin enters, and Joe's like to Charlie, mm, stay here. Yeah, a surprise. And then Kevin sticks his head in, comes back out. He's, He's very happy. He's pleased. He's very happy. If I brought you over to a door and we're about to get into a tussle with some street toughs, yeah, and I showed you the big show, you'd be pretty happy about that. Well, I'd be happy because he's large. Yeah, he's got a punch that can knock anybody out. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, Uh, it also kind of made sense that Big Show would be like. I I feel like anybody else would. I don't know. It wouldn't make for some reason. I don't know. It makes sense that Big Show would just be chilling in a room like that. As opposed to anybody else on Raw, because they should be like politicking well, and like trying to talk Alistair, to that's people. Like his thing. He just chills out it is room. his thing, yeah, it is. But we also know from experience that his door is labeled with his name, yes, so that anybody can go exactly. Pick and I'm sure there's signs throughout the arena with him, with arrows pointing to his door, so there's no ambiguity about so where he people is. People can go and pick a fight with him. After that, Becky Lynch came down for a promo, and she was like, "Man, I'm kind of doubting my decision now. It's been the holidays. I had some good food." Time to think. Maybe I should just kind of rest on my laurels and be, you know, like the man. Yeah. And not really have to challenge myself. She's and like, here's why. My entire world has been turned upside down. Yeah. Didn't she throw to like a video? She package? threw the video and she's about to say, uh, uh, during the holidays, I figured something out. She's interrupted by Oscar. Mm-hmm. And she starts just yelling. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. And she's walking down the ramp just yelling. Mm-hmm. She gets in the ring. She's about to start yelling, and Becky just <laughs> sucker punches her. Oh, that was kind of rad. Walks out. Yeah, I like that. I like it. It's been a simple build. It's got some good motivation mm-hmm. behind it. Oscar's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all good. We got to hear her music and not the yeah underwhelming tag music that they gave her with uh, Kyrie. No, it's not good. In comparison to her, her, her solo music, it's not good. It, it, to be fair, though, her solo music oh, is like, it's it's one of the best themes of the it's last five years. For it's sure. so good. Uh, after that, <laughs> I really liked this bit. Eric Rowan was backstage. Mojo was on Raw again, so I like that. He walks up to Rowan, and he's like, uh, hey, come on, man. Can I, get, just, can I just get like a little peek? Just one little peek? I want to know in what's inside cage, there. Yeah. So uh, he does. He looks in there, and Mojo gave the best horrified reaction I think of anybody could have given on the roster. He literally just like 
fumbles backwards in shock horror and yeah. says, oh, my God, man, what the hell? Uh, so that gives us another idea of what what well, it's not, I guess. It's not like a cute little pet. No. It's not like a like nobody would do that to like a, just a rat, you know? Like I had a rat in a cage that I caught at my house, and it wasn't horrifying. I could have shown it to my kid. She'd have been intrigued. Yeah. But this has to be some sort well, of. We saw later on this thing. The nose, maybe it's like a, a, a horned toad because those things can squirt blood. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think, should, I think they squirt blood from their eyelids. Ew. Would why would Mo? But here's the thing: Would Mojo be instantly? Horrified Maybe, by a toad? Probably not. Well, it's not a toad. It's not. It's a. It's, I think it's a reptile. They call them horned toads, but they're not oh, real okay. toads. Should well, look it up. They were, to when I used to live in myself. Arizona. I used to find them in the backyard all the time. Horned toad. They got like little spikes on them and stuff. I thought you was a toad. <laughs> uh, this guy? Yeah. He is kind of creepy looking. I'll be honest. Yeah, a little bit, but not like super. I'm not yeah. sure why Mojo. Unless Mojo, yeah, they're, like, they're they're harmless. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know either. But I, do, I think they, I remember correctly, they do squirt blood. I mean, they're, they've completely, they've completely dug themselves into a hole now, though. Yeah. Because there's be some, nothing. There's got to be some sort of horrifying Cronenberg-esque creation in that thing. Otherwise, it's going to be completely underwhelming. Yeah, right? It's got to be, like, it's gotta Eddie, be Murphy's yeah, cake. Yeah, it's going to be that Eddie, Eddie Murphy's cake. cake. It's got to be that, but squirt blood. <laughs> That's exactly what it has to be. Uh, after that. It's, it's pretending to be your grandma. <laughs> That was so damn funny. Oh, that was funny. Uh, after that, we had an Andrade and Zelina. Oh, we found mention at the end of the Ray Andrade mask that uh, Ray or is that Andrade ripped Ray's mask off. Yeah, he did. The mask then, just came off. And then presented it to Zelina as a trophy, essentially. Yeah, that was nice of him. Uh, so Andrade's, Andrade and, and Zelina have an interview. Um, and he's asked, do you think he crossed the line, your match against Ray? And he says, no, I have his mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ray comes in. Sans Mascaris. Yeah. He's a beat down. Oh, my God. On Andrade. That was violent. Grabs his mask, puts it on, <laughs> continues beat down. <laughs> that was awesome. That was pretty great. That was great. Uh, after that, we had Eric Rowan versus KJ Orso. Yeah. So uh, I guess Rowan figures that all these jobbers just want to look in the cage. So he takes jobbers like, hey, come look inside. Want to have a peek? And yeah. basically forces him to do so. However, yeah. jobber escapes. Before uh, his head actually gets down to cage level, um, so the jobber's back in the ring. He's like, "Come on, get back in here!" Spinning heel kick, corner splash, iron claw. Rowan wins, and then he takes the jobber, force him to look inside the cage, and the guy starts screaming, and he emerges with blood all over his face. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what you're saying is probably right. A Cronenberg esque or a horned toad, some weird fleshy. Like, would a horned toad, like, squirt that much blood, though? I don't know. All the time, like, I used to chase them in my backyard when I lived in Arizona. Sure. I don't recall ever once being squirted with blood. Well, there you go. This seemed like it was... Maybe this is a giant one, like, that big. It's usually they're like that. Yeah, but how are they going to get How are they gonna get their hands on something like that? I mean, obviously, it's just a puppet. you got to see this at some point. Maybe it's like a spitting image creation in there. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool if it was like a Phil Collins spitting image thing from that one thing. Mm-hmm. That one video. Land of Confusion. Land of Confusion. All right, let's see All right, see next. Here. Anyways, uh, after that, Seth and AOP are walking backstage. Then we have a very brief match between AJ Styles and Akira Tozawa. I love this kind of storytelling, man. AJ Styles in there, and he just starts using all of Randy Orton's moves. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. He uh, wins with uh, an RKO because he sets him up for a clash at first. Thinks again. He hits a draping DDT and then gets down and starts doing this stuff. Voices in his head stuff. Then yeah. brings him down, uh, brings Akira down with an RKO. But even before all that, he has a phenomenal form within like 90 seconds and mm-hmm. pins Akira and then pulls him up at two. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no, I'm not done yet. Yeah, the vicious AJ Styles. I love it, man. And then the, it was announced they're having their match uh, next week on Raw. Mm-hmm. So that should be really good. Uh, after that, we had, I mean, it's funny, like when I'm, I was, when I was watching Raw last night, I mentioned this on our SmackDown recap. SmackDown's roster sucks compared to Raw. Like, Raw's is just stacked. Stacked but beyond now, belief. But now SmackDown has Sheamus. <laughs> yeah. Then we got a Lana Lashley wedding recap. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait. After AJ Styles was leaving the ring, yeah. the officiant for Lana and Lashley's wedding uh, in the background tries to get in the ring and is tackled by security. Yeah. Now, according to some uh, Redditor 
who apparently has had a decent track record with behind the the, the behind the scenes stuff. He said that was scripted, and in fact, Stevie Bradley confirmed to us that it that it was still on the the Hulu broadcast. So like AJ's leaving, and the and you see in the background the officiant gets in, and then the camera catches it for literally like maybe two seconds at most, and then starts panning away as like he's tackled by and it was he sort of he didn't like literally get tackled. He rolls in, and security before he gets a chance to get up. They go and grab him, and they're all on the ground together. Camera goes away, and so evidently this was... I don't understand the point of that. I have no idea why they would have done that. No clue why that could have possibly been scripted. Um, and, I mean, as far as it being in Hulu, I don't know how they edit the show. Maybe it's done in complete segments. Maybe they're sent segments mm, as opposed to, know. like, putting it properly in Premiere or whatever. Yeah, no. Or whatever they use. Um so, yeah, that was a weird little, that was a bizarre little thing. That was weird. Because I just saw some fan in a suit got in there, but it was the officiant. Yeah. There was a miscommunication, but why would that have been scripted? That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why that would be scripted. I don't Anyways. get it. Anyways. Anyways, so then we got uh, Bob Lashley and Lana. They walk, their, walk down the ring. The officiant, he's there. And apparently, he's uh, uh, post-tackling. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> Lana's like, hey, we're going to get married right now. Officially says, "Hey, your husband and wife, mm-hmm. they're married." But Lana's still not happy. She's sad, and it's not her fault that she's sad. It's not Bob Lashley's fault that she's sad. It's it's the fault of anyone who doesn't want them to be married and happy together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she goes on and on. Uh, Lashley says that Rusev is the worst of them all because he interrupted their wedding. Yeah, yeah. And then Rusev shows up with a Tron. He said, hi, it's Rusev from Rusev Day. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And he was green screened really badly against uh, like a beach setting. Like this backdrop we have yeah, right here. Like a, yeah, it's like our SummerSlam backdrop. Yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, and he says that they are the most miserable people in the arena. And he's yeah. like, why is that? Yeah, you should be happy. You're, you're... They didn't actually get married yet, did they? Oh, wait, did they get married at the beginning of this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the officials said they were man and wife. Yeah, that's right. I mean, legally speaking, no, because they have to sign the, the well, wedding Well, their license. big ceremony was interrupted, whatever. Yeah. So they're upset. And now. so he says, uh, you know, you guys are going to go do all the things married people do, like set up a joint bank account. And he said, Lana and I used to have one until she took all my money. Oh, ouch. And he says, anyways, I'm on honeymoon at the beach. But I got you a wedding gift. Here's a wedding album. Mm-hmm, and it's yeah. all the embarrassing pictures from the wedding last mm-hmm. And then Lana starts screaming at Rusev. I hate you. I hate you. Lashley tells her to shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, uh, Lana stripped uh, Rusev of his manhood and says, you better show up next week on Raw. Uh, so if you have balls left, I can rip them off and shove them down your mouth. Rusev gets really serious at that point and says, yes, next week the Bulgarian brute will return. And that will decimate you, yeah, Bob Lashley. Yeah, it will decimate you now. Hey, buddy. So that was announced. Next, Charlotte's walking backstage. After that, our truth interview. Liv Morgan interrupts immediately. She's like, oh, so Bob Lashley and Rusev are going to have a match next week. And I'm guessing Lana's going to be in Bob Lashley's corner. So maybe Rusev needs somebody in his corner. Our truth is pretty funny here. Because yeah. he was like, 
acting as like he was like, uh huh, yeah, that's right. Was, you know, he was like having a conversation with her. She's trying to like deliver a little promo. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So what did she? Say? And then she had like a catchphrase at the end. Uh, the moment to live for, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So that okay. Fine. She's just you know, all, all that time we spent talking about oh, that you do something cool or interesting in depth. No, she's a catchphrase now. She's just a walking catchphrase. Pretty much. Live for something. I'm surprised you know? her catchphrase is you, you only live once. You only live once. There you go. Good. If this was four years ago, that would have been mm-hmm. it. Live and let die. Well, that's been if it's the 70s after that, after the Bond movie. <laughs> Remember in the 80s when Guns N' Roses covered it? Yeah, I was thinking the, when, you know, when YOLO was a huge thing back what five years ago? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. There you go. You only live once. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, next Charlotte versus Sarah Logan. It was supposed to be a match. Didn't really happen because Sarah Logan attacked before the bell. Uh, sends Charlotte ringside. Follows a great running knee. Charlotte turned. This is just like a brawl ringside. Is all it really was. Mm-hmm. In the end, Charlotte got up her hand because she dropped her with a boot. Um, at one point, uh, Sarah uh, goes in the ring with where Charlotte's robe is. Kind of like picks it up and starts thrashing around with it in the ring. Wipes her feet on it. Throws it out of the ring. Uh, this really angers Charlotte because the uh, commentary saying that was a gift from her dad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Charlotte hits Sarah with a huge boot. Tells her ref to get her robe. She puts it on. and She just walks out. So the match never happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, this was this whole segment was great. So yeah. you get a quick shot of Drew walking backstage. He has a match against No Way Jose. As soon as Drew comes out, he lays out at least a couple members of the conga line. Just drops him. Dude, that one guy was, it was like, maybe it was like, he did the reverse Alabama slam under the Oh, apron. that was halfway during the, through the match. Yeah. 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 Holy crap. That was a hell of a sell. Holy that guy. crap. So, that whole crowd at that point was like, oh, that's too far. Like, this was all fun, but that was too oh, far. Oh, but they were, Drew having the palm of his hand by the end of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, Drew drops Jose with overhead toss. That's when he goes and drops that, that dude with the reverse Alabama slam in the apron. He gets back in the ring, hits the future shock DDT, a claymore to get the win. And then he tosses Jose out of the ring into the entire conga line mm-hmm. and drops them all. Yeah. And so Drew grabs a mic and says, hey, who dares me to do one more claymore? This was kind of a face promo It was here. kind of what he was doing last week, too. Yeah, but this would be more yeah. playing to the crowd, kind of, but still yeah. being a badass. Yeah. And so he tosses Jose back in the ring. Mike's still in hand, mind you. <laughs> yeah. Hits another claymore and then just gets up, keeps talking. Yeah, so, there you go, with Mike in hand. And he says, I don't like conga lines, except the the dude, the cheeseburger. He seems like you a nice seem guy. pretty cool. And says, uh, Drew, you know what's bothering me? Drew said, I know, you know what's bothering me. I've never challenged for the world title. Good point. Yep. Bothers me too. So I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Sadly, he's not going to win it. Boy, how cool would that be? You never know, man. Have, have him go face-to-face with Brock. That'd be cool. I know. It'd be exceptional. Anyways. After that. Alistair Black versus Shelton Benjamin. Short match, fun enough though. Yeah, yeah. No, this was good. Shelton got a little bit of offense in. Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. This is this is better than a squash jobber match. Yeah. Except for that one time that one guy started going off on Alistair. Yeah, that seemed to be. Uh, I don't know if that was booked that way. That dude tried to go into business for himself. Seemed like it. Anyways, Alistair does the black mask thing where he picks up Shelton's chin with his foot, uh, and then uh, Buddy Murphy attacks after the bell. Uh, sends Alistair into the timekeeper area. This was amazing because mm-hmm. uh, he uh, hits a, a V-trigger against the barricade, but then he gets a chair, and he and he sort of rams it into Alistair's chest, and Alistair grabs it, so he it's like it, under his, like chin. his chin. Yeah. And then he does a, another V-trigger into that. Alistair yeah. sells it great. Yeah, it, it was, was just an awesome visual. Buddy Murphy gets up on the barricade and sits down. It was terrific. And while the, the whole time during the beatdown, he was screaming at him, I know I can beat you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and commentary was selling, hey, you know, the one thing he hasn't been able to do is, is actually beat him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this rage is obviously just blowing up on him. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, man, I thought that was really Again, it's very simple storytelling, but it's very effective. You yeah. Know? Uh, more Seth and AOP backstage. Uh, and then AOP and Seth come out for their match. Owens and Joe come out. And then they introduce well. the big show. Very happy to be back. He had hip replacement, so he's moving around like he's 20 years old again. Did he have a hip replacement? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. I saw that on the WWE.com. Cool. Cool. Anyways, and then a DQ. Uh, Big Show is about to... Uh, uh, well, he, he caught Seth when he was doing the move off the top rope. AOP come in, try to break that up, so he lets go of Seth, grabs them by their throats. Seth comes back in with a chair. 
hits Big Show DQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then we get a brawl, uh, and then uh, Big Show stands tall. Mm-hmm. Hits Seth with the KO punch. Yeah, and that's how the show ends. Big Show stands tall. Yeah. Uh, Decent enough show. Yeah. Let's answer some questions. Oh, we have a new member here, Oblivion oh. Rio. Oh, welcome. Nice. And welcome, thank you. Oblivion Rio. Dom L, Liv, and Sarah on Raw tonight. All we need is the triumphant return of Ruby to complete the Trinity. By the way, I was the one that sent you the Ruby Riot figure. Thank you, Dom L. I thought that might have been the case. Thank you, Dom. Right. It might be off camera, but. Oh, yeah. It's, it it's is right there. there. It is there. It's on the set. Oh, there's AJ Styles, too. Luis Felipe de Castro Reese. Uh, if Brock wins the Rumble, does he get the night off at Mania? I don't so what he, see what he gains from being in it. Maybe it's a situation like if you win the G1 as champion, you get to pick your opponent. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out who his opponent's yeah. going to be. I don't think for a second he's going to win the Rumble. Um, Austin hates Kenta. Says Vince or Hunter explaining how to use the <laughs> how to use the whiteboard to Alistair Black. So the kayfabe whiteboard from 2K yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. series, you know, it's really simple. It's very simple. You come to work. You yeah, go to catering. You go to the whiteboard. Yeah. You look at your name. <laughs> there's a name next to it. That's, That's your asset. All right, listen, Alistair, we did the same exact thing at NXT, all right? Only there, it was a piece of paper. Here, it's a whiteboard, all right? You just look at the whiteboard. But I'm in my room. How can I see the whiteboard from my room? You know, it's on, it's, it's, it's on the way to the ring. It's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Uh, Brian Jankowski won my fantasy football championship. Just ordered a fantasy belt. What heel wrestler should I act like to rub it into my league mate's face at the Super Bowl? What heel wrestler should he imitate? Um... Sammy Callahan and bring a baseball bat and a rail uh, a spike. Do that. I don't think he meant rub anything in his face literally. No. Well, he said rub in his face. I think it's like in the metaphorical sense. Well, that's, you know, speculation. We don't really know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, obviously. Of no, course. Kenta. Sit on top of him I was while holding say, the belt. <laughs> that's good. I was going to say Penta and do the incessant. Oh, yeah. Zero. 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 Uh, Joshua Martinez, you know, maybe next time when I listen to copyrighted music on New Japan World, I'll try ExpressVPN. There you go. There you go. There you go, Josh. Good. That could be useful, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you could theoretically do that. Uh, W.S. Fletcher, Steve, again, applause for the random Suge Knight reference. <laughs> I tried to get that. It's you had so the good. best one in New Year's Eve. It was off camera. Uh, when we were, they were talking about, uh, <laughs> talking about like the New Year's celebration. I forget exactly what it was, and I'm not going to try to recreate it. But it was like the West Coast gets screwed over for uh, for the fireworks stuff or something like that. They did remember oh, Sacramento yeah, yeah. did fireworks at, at nine, nine, at nine, nine, at nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? East Coast won. Yeah, is that what happens yeah. now? <laughs> We're on East Coast. We have to do what East Coast does on their time. If you don't want the fireworks. <laughs> oh, nine, nine o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reed Gardner so do you guys think Brock will be eliminated by Tyson Fury also happy late New Year's no I don't think so because Tyson I mean, isn't he like doesn't isn't boxing camp a thing doesn't he have to be mm-hmm. like preparing I'm not saying that he can't I mean Tyson Fury's an yeah, unorthodox guy I mean, he'd be a, a month away from his fight no I don't think like his the promoters he, of the fight would let him do that there are millions of dollars on the line there is there's a yeah. huge sum of money uh, granted, if, even if he just ran in just to toss Brock over the top rope, there's still a chance for injury. Stuff could totally happen. No. He can get up on that ring apron and no. twist his ankle. You know? Not going to happen. Uh, let's see here. I don't know who this is because it, the name, they, they a lot of the Discord people change their name to Japanese letters or characters or whatever. So I don't know who this is, but he says, listening to your Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 review, and I did like the beat that the refs would take before 3. It reminded me of playing WWE Day of Reckoning 2, where the refs would wait a beat and a half to count 3 and really punctuate the end of the match. I, I liked it, yeah, too. I, I didn't have a problem good. with that either. Nick C., you guys live streaming Blackpool 2 on Sunday. No. 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 I'm going to sit there on my couch and enjoy it with uh, some sort of delightful meal of some sort. I got, I got perhaps. a bunch of stuff. I Isn't your brother coming into town? Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. If you guys go for a beer, I'll come along. All righty. Greg Morris says, if the final four in the Rumble are Brock, 
Cain Velasquez, Corbin, and Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to be the most over-wrestler in the building by a mile. I can totally see that. Well, save for Tyson Fury, I can totally see it play out that way. That whoever eliminates Brock is going to be a mania opponent, eliminates him, uh, have Baron eliminate that guy, yeah. and then Reigns eliminate Baron. Totally could happen. Butts says, if you had to expand Seth's group to form a stable, who would you add and what would it be called? I still like the Architects of Pain. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. That's not bad. Who would you add to the stable? Well, like I said at the head of the show, I think he's got to draw a line in the sand and make people choose. Yeah, man. And not necessarily to say that if they choose Team Seth, they're part of the faction. I think those are just the people that are going to fall in line and, 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 and do his bidding. Um, but I think it – actually, you know, I don't – there, I, I enjoy the parallel uh, of the shield that the three-man group has, and it, it speaks to Seth seemingly finding comfort and safety mm-hmm. in in the three-man group mm-hmm. uh, because of his time in the shield, especially doing heel work. Um, so I don't necessarily think they need to expand it. I just think they just need to to broaden the scope of the story, yeah. and you know, have him say to people, <coughs> "You got to pick a side here." Yeah. You're either with me or against me. You know, just like in the middle of the match, him and AOP come out, beat them all down. You know, he's grabbed them by the, the shirt or the, their gear and the mic in his face. I need you. I need your answer now. With me or against me. And then he takes 15% of their uh, salary, mm-hmm. of their mm-hmm. match bonus. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Kenny T says, not sure if you guys have seen Asuka's YouTube vlog channel. I've only watched one video, but it was amazing. Her, her, hearing her use the easy peasy line she uses during her cooking was awesome. That's right. She's been saying that in her promos. It's awesome. Uh, let's see here. Nemo. Oh, that's right. And then we forgot to mention, or I don't know, maybe you didn't. I didn't pay attention. They they announced like immediately at the end of the show. Oh, uh, yeah. The fist fight. <laughs> a fist fight for next week between AOP and Joe and KO. Nemo says, what's worse, losing a match or losing a fight? Well, financially, I would think losing a match, if in kayfabe, you get more money for winning a match. I think from a, a, a sense of pride. Losing a fight. I don't know, because you, you could technically lose a fight and just have someone come from behind you and sucker punch you, you know? Sure. And you can't really do much about that. Yeah, but a match is like a sportsman thing. It relies it, on it, skill it, it, and accuracy. Yeah, exactly. So I think it'd be, uh, I'd, I'd feel more upset losing a match mm-hmm. where it's skill versus skill as opposed to there's a lot of luck involved in a fight. Yeah. But then also a fight, isn't it? A fight is usually an impromptu thing with a stranger, like, for example, on Black Friday. So if you're going in there in a match, you know and this you person. you want that 40-inch TV for $150, but someone else wants it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're losing out on something you want. And also, you just got beat by a rando. As opposed to if you're going into a match, it's like, man, I am one of the top people at my game. I'm going up against one of the other top people in my game. You know, I'd rather lose that than a fight to some rando slob who's, who just wants a cheap TV. Mm-hmm. And you can get 50-inch TVs for cheap these days. Can, it's like 250 bucks yeah, at Walmart. No, depending on the brand, yeah. Um, oh, it's a crap brand, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Because like, if it's a match that's a coworker, you're probably going to see them again. Mm-hmm. And if they beat you, man, that's this endless needling. Oh, yeah. Sure. Whereas if it's just a fight with a random person, you're never going to see that person again. That's a good point. Too. You don't even have to mention it to anybody. Well, the big problem getting into a fight is that <clears throat> you could get arrested. Yeah. You know, there's the assault A charge. match is sanctioned. Uh-huh. A match, you're not going to get arrested. Yeah, so I think... Unless lo- you I've, put concrete in your boxing gloves like that one guy. Yeah. Boy, I, I think losing a match is worse. Terrible. Uh, uh, this fat bitch, um is Samoa Joe the best case scenario for Brock's opponent? Mania can't help but feel like they have unfinished business. Kevin Owens, I feel like, is the best case scenario. I think Kevin Owens, I think Drew is a really good scenario. I think yeah. we've already, the problem is we've already seen Joe versus Brock. Mm-hmm. And that just feels like it's an, it's an instant loss for Samoa yeah, Joe. Yeah, I know. Jake uh, Mountford, with the way the crowd reacted to Drew McIntyre tonight, should they think about making him face or hopefully pushing him for the title? Fingers crossed. Yeah, they should. Yes. 100%. Absolutely. They let him be charming, uh, badass. Mm-hmm. And heck yeah. Yeah, I just kind of feel like he's. I talked about this before when we talked about Seamus. I kind of feel like Drew is sort of just the guy who's going to be big and mean and, and versatile. Win a, win a lot, but 
not ever win the, the mm-hmm. match that really matters. Uh, yeah. Wolfpack for life. For the Street Profits in danger of being so popular that they don't need the titles like what happened to Enzo and Cass. Depends how much merch they're selling. Because that was kind of the case with Enzo and Cass. They sold a ton of merch. They were super over. But then they broke them up before they... I kind of feel the like on. to keep the... And I could be wrong about this. I kind of feel like to keep the popularity train going, you need to put the titles on them, though. You know? I, I mean, know. if their catchphrase is, we want the smoke... They got to get the smoke at some point. At some point, you'd think that procuring smoke would be advantageous. Yes. Uh, Timothy Lemieux. So Brock Lesnar is not going to defend his title at the Rumble. Instead, compete in it. Does that mean if he wins, he'll face the Fiend at Mania? No, because he's not going to win. He's not going to win the Rumble. Well, the question is if he wins. I would think that it's more like the G1. Like you said, he gets to pick his opponent. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Alex Foster, in kayfabe, how is it decided who gets pyro for their entrance? It's based on the win-loss record. There you go. Uh, Greg Morris and SmackDown can't afford to lose anyone. Who from Raw takes on Brock at Mania without it being Kane or Tyson Fury? Kevin Owens would be the thing. That would be the ideal choice. But, I mean, it just feels like they're going to go Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins at Mania. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Terrorizing. He's, uh, okay, I missed Raw due to work. Adulting sucks. Tell me without spoilers. Was it good enough to watch tonight or was it meh? I am assuming if you've gotten this deep into the actual podcast, all the spoilers are there. Uh, Although Tim Morris did say it was decent, to be honest. I thought Raw was worth watching. I thought it was pretty good. That was probably about as good as we're going to get these days. Yeah, no. Timothy Rice, kayfabe wise, security had to tackle the priest in the ring. Well, they just said kayfabe or not kayfabe. They thought he was a fan. Yeah. Um, John Eric Generic, I wish Becky wasn't getting on my nerves. I really want to like her, but she annoys me more and more. It really? doesn't help him a huge Oscar Kyrie mark, I guess. You just answered your own question then, man. But yeah. I, I'm sorry, though. Bad news. She's going to beat Asuka at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen. Well, I think her motivation for her match with Asuka makes sense. It's interesting. It's a little different. I really, I have really enjoyed it. I yeah. like Becky anyways. I know you yeah, like I Becky. Too. So nothing you can do if you just don't like a person. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, well, I mean, we haven't really talked about this, though. If Brock, Charles Hubbard says, if Brock does win the Rumble after entering first, and he does get to choose his opponent, who should it be? Is there anybody he has unfinished business with? When's the last was the last time he fought Triple H when Triple H won at Mania twenty nine or whatever? Probably. Triple H. <laughs> CM Punk. No, he beat CM Punk. The thing is they would never do the Fiend versus Brock because if they did that anywhere it'd be Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of anybody that he might have unfinished business with. Well, I mean, he lost the last couple of matches to Seth. Yeah, I guess so. So Seth or I mean, you could did he didn't I mean, didn't Roman beat him the last time they met for the Universal Championship and then Roman had the cancer thing? Mm-hmm. So maybe he still mm-hmm. has unfinished business with Roman, I guess. I don't know. I would, but Roman's on SmackDown, yeah. so it doesn't make any sense. So I would, I would think Seth. I mean, Seth made a whole. He was, you know, he's been or he had been saying a lot. I beat Brock twice this year. I beat Brock twice. This I year. beat Brock twice this uh, year. Jay Sean Lawrence, thank you. And then Carlos Davalos in a fight. You'd also end up on World Star. See, that's a positive though, especially if it's in a Del Taco. Then you're mm-hmm. within the Del Taco high school fight genre, mm-hmm. even if you're not in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> or you can end up. On uh, uh, you can go viral like that dude with the chop. Yeah, man. Holy moly, that dude ended a fight with a chop. I know. <laughs> Bent that dude backwards over the booth. <laughs> you see Xavier Woods? Yeah. <laughs> he tweeted that. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Anyways, uh, we're gonna have lunch, and then we have an overrun coming. We do. Up where we're gonna fantasy book the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's right. I think that's a good idea. For sure. Yeah. It's fantasy book week. Fantasy here, book going week. Apparently, yes. Also, we can find something better. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that later on today. We'll have a news brief for you as well. Yep. See if anything happened in the world of wrestling today. There was some, uh, confirmation on the next, uh, Wrestle Kingdom title defense. 
We'll Wrestle talk about Kingdom that. title defense. I mean, Sorry, New Japan title defense. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about that later. Thanks for watching. Until next. Oh, go follow uh, on Instagram at Steven Larson on Instagram. Oh, God. Later on today, I, I understand there's some big developments in the investigation in terms of in, in, into who stole, who stole Big Red out of my car, out of my car. I'm going to start compiling that suspect list. Anyways, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.